Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Cherie. It's a slightly different podcast this week. It's one of all our best bits, looking back at all the guests we've had on so far. And we kick things off with the first guest that we had on when we started the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast, the very lovely Mike Parr, and I put my foot in it with Cherie. I'm okay with, you know, do you get hangry? Oh, yeah, I have to Yeah, eat. I do, yeah. I yeah, but fellas are worse, aren't they? Well, See, yeah. I don't get hangry because I can go for days without food. Really? Yeah, but it's sleep that I really can't. I can't mess You'll it. be no good. As, I'm not being funny. I know. That's, that's what I'm, I am now. like genuinely worried about becoming yeah. a dad that I'm going to yeah, be looking you're, at you're my kids. Yeah. You're going to have to put your shift in. You're going to have to put your shift in. I know. Someone said to me recently when I was moaning about my two and not sleeping, they said, just get a sleep nanny, which is the most, the, the opposite thing to what I'd ever dream of doing. Yeah. They're only 300 quid a night. Just just get them into your house. They get up with your kid and you can stay in bed. Who does that? I did it. Did, oh, <laughs> What oh, kind no. of sick sex? <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, you did! I no, feel I so did. bad saying you, that. Do you know what? I For three hundred pounds a night, no, yeah. it wasn't three hundred quid. That's what it told wasn't. Me it it was. wasn't three hundred quid. When I had um, Taylor and Ruby so when I was sorry. in Emmerdale, <laughs> and it was no, no, it's, it's this is Who good. Um, I didn't have any help. I was literally me and Harry were like zombies in the night, and oh. I was like getting up, trying Awful. to work, blah 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 blah. Mm. When I moved to Cheshire, um, it was a whole different ball game. I remember being heavily pregnant with Matilda, my third. And one of the mums at the school gate said, um, oh, do you have your night nurse lined up? And I went, a night nurse? What's that? I have no idea. You know, I have no idea about this. Someone comes in and looks after the baby. I was like, no way. That sounds like the best idea ever. Uh-huh. But I, I was kind of a bit scared about it. Anyway, she passed me on a number. And I said to Harry, shall we do it? Because I had two little ones and getting up in the night. And it is the worst thing about being a new mum is yeah. those night feeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I said, but what if you breastfeed and all this? And they said, no, they wake you up. It's all done very well. You know, it's all very well organised. So I thought that would defeat the purpose. Of, yeah, like... kind of, but not because you can express. So they can still give them the, you know, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. So, you know, or they do wake you up, you feed, hand it straight back. Because it's the burping in that, isn't it? Yeah, well, you, you stay up getting the wind up. Yeah. yeah, and trying to get them to settle again. That's the hard bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I got this number and I've got the lady over and the first night that we did it once the baby was born I remember me and Harry like she was going like you go to bed so we got into bed and we were just like she could like literally be a serial killer and we don't know do you know what I mean yeah. I mean, she came highly recommended obviously I wouldn't let any stranger into the house it was the best money I'd ever uh-huh. spent ever and it wasn't 300 quid it wasn't that much how, many did, felt... how long did she do it for <laughs> I kept her off about Eight months. Eight? Seriously? Because I just got greedy then with my sleep. Because I'm like yeah. you. I love my sleep. Yeah. I don't function properly if I, I haven't had a lot I'm of sleep. I'm a zombie. And I was being that bad mum, you know, when I was up. Grumpy. Grumpy mum. Yeah, and I like just that. thought, yeah, yeah. I'm screaming at the kids. And I don't know. It's because I'm tired. I think mm-hmm. my biggest concern is it that I would just lie awake anyway. Because well, I'd you hear do them first. and I'd worry. I'd be no, like, oh my God, I've got to go. it was the best. You get right into it, let me tell you. And that <laughs> sleep then... And then I would t- I would get up, I'd be fresh for the other two, I'd get them ready for school, I'd come back from the school run, You're and the baby would all it. 
be ready, the baby would be all ready, washed and ready for the day. And I was like, right, I'm ready to take wow. the day on. It, honestly, and Maybe when I had trick. another baby, I said to my friends, they were all saying, oh, do you know, what can we get you for the baby? You know, and I said, mm-hmm. don't give me any, just give me some money. Because that, <laughs> I would rather that, and then I can pay for the, the nightmare. Like a 10-year-old, what do you want? Just give me money. Just give me money. <laughs> honestly, it was the best money I ever spent. Our hot mess mums, telling it like it is. Kelly and Cherie. People say, oh, like, God, you're not, you're not bothered that you don't have sex much. And I'm just like, well, it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't bother me. I think like, that's well, a woman thing, though, isn't is it? it? Would you be bothered? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I can't let you about, about it <laughs> But I'm like, I'm like, no. Like, I'm fulfilled in other ways. Like, yeah. you know, sex is something that I share with someone I love. Like, yeah. it's not yeah. something that I go out and do. I've done that when I've been younger. Like, yeah. And you learn that then that, that just makes you hollow. Like, I don't need to be satisfied by going out with different men, sleeping with no, them. I'm no. okay on my own. Like, don't need to have sex. Well, once you've seen ah. one, you've seen them all. Well, you are then. <laughs> and let's be honest, it's more for them than it is us most of the time. Hot mess mums. I would look in the mirror and I look at all the things that I hate about myself. Yeah. And I could be dressed up you know yes, dressed up looking, I've got a skirt and yes, I think yeah. look at the state of my knees do my skirts need to be a bit longer now I'm 43 or all I can see is my belly or you know my neck that's going or the jowls everything I just yeah. see all the negative stuff about myself and it's it is annoying yeah. but I just don't think I would ever stop I don't know I think women I think as a woman you have good and bad days with yeah it. I think some days and I and that's why I love exercise and training because I think that's the one thing that mentally can really push you through Definitely. that yeah um, but I think you have days where you will be a bit more up yeah, about like, yourself. Yeah. Good today. Yeah. <laughs> Loving myself today. The hot mess mums with Kelly and Cherie. I think sometimes she might just end up in prison or I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, it's quite different. end up in prison. Sorry, she I wasn't concentrating. <laughs> don't say that. My husband Chris calls her mob boss and he says like he's going to be her, Lily. her beef. Yeah, because she's really manipulative and she's just like... Isn't that women though? <laughs> <laughs> she's got it in folds though. Like... I don't know. She even a crying. Everything. I can't believe you just said she, yeah. your husband thinks she's going to be a mob boss, and you said she's going to end up in prison. <laughs> Hot mess, mums. The best thing a French doctor ever said to me it was, um, "So do you think you'll breastfeed?" And I was like, "Well, I did with my first, so I probably will." I'm really unorganised. Like the bottle, I, it, it, whatever you do is fine. I'm not one of those that advocates either. But I'm unorganised with bottles, so I was like, "Actually, that's easier for me because I yeah. don't have to sterilise stuff and yeah. measure stuff." And he went, "Well, if you do, good for the baby. If you don't, good for your boobs." <laughs> Can you imagine oh, that? Do that? An English doctor would be struck off, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would. The amount of pamphlets they give you in hospital trying to get you to do it. I but, mean, it's all they talk about. And in England, they encourage you to like think about the home birth thing. Like I, in my first, I was like, oh yeah, home birth. And my husband was worried about the carpets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in France, I had a home birth, and again, like, all my English friends thought that was intentional. Whereas the French were gobsmacked. My midwife's been a midwife for 35 years and she's like, I've only ever had one other home birth by accident. She's like, why would you do that? Our hot mess mums, telling it like it is, Kelly and Cherie. When she had the girls round, they're all, she's got her own bathroom, they're all in there. She was on the loo having a poo. <laughs> and they were all watching her in all that she had her own little bathroom and she was on the loo. Oh my and then they were like, we need a poo as well. Oh. And she always does this thing still at five. Will you wipe my bottom? And we have daily fights about it where I'm like, you're old enough. When is this going to stop? I can see her being 10 and it's like not Just okay. it out. It's not happening. So they all stood there and I went, I'll wipe it, but I'm not wiping anyone else. No. Hot mess mums. Uh, we're very excited because we're going to be joined by a real 
hot mess mom today mm. oh yeah uh, she's graced our TV screens for a very long time she's gorgeous and funny and we've been desperate to get her on it is the lovely Jenny Powell hello <laughs> hello where's your neighbour <laughs> apparently her neighbour's waiting he like, is he's, waiting. he's looking yeah. he's peeping through the Julie's curtains Julie's husband thing. Scott got really excited when I said I was texting Julie this morning she wanted to come out I said can't I've got Jenny Powell coming and I just got this message straight back Scott said she's gorgeous can he come over I just ignored it I thought no we're not having any weirdo men round here we're not having a put off you must get that a lot though fellas what a lot of uh, Come, coming on well, to you well through your hot mama yeah well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. still yeah I, I don't know it. why yeah, maybe it's a maternal thing now they just want me to look after them before they used no. to want to have sex with me and now they just want me to bake them cakes and tuck them up in bed no. I've, I've seen the transition I know it's happened but that's fine you look incredible all. You, put, you, uh, you are a stunning lady. I mean, I know you keep taking the mick out of yourself about being old, but you do not look. No. I don't feel old it. Anything. I don't feel it. I don't know. I don't. I've never really uh, fancied myself that much. But that's because when I started, I think out in the media, you know, we're talking 1986. And, you know, at that time, there was no social media. There was mm. nothing. I was just glad to be on the TV. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really realise that I was actually a bit of a pin-up. Um, but now I do because now I'm on Instagram and as my daughter says mum there's just like 30,000 middle-aged dirty old men following me <laughs> she said I've had a look at, she said don't put me on don't post me on any of that I don't want to have anything to do with it <laughs> and I'm like well yeah okay I said well that's because they used to watch me when they were teenagers Connie and, and uh, I was a big deal when I was, I was younger yeah, yeah I was a big deal I don't know if you noticed hot mess mums I can put on weight so quickly because I do like food I love my food um, and the old glass of wine, but it's food is my problem. And I can, you know, it takes me forever to get the weight off, but I can put it on, like, because I was away last week um, for one night. I, um, like, we ate and drank whatever we wanted. I put on three pounds. Oh, That's so bad. It's stepping on the scales, but that can be water retention. Yeah, I blame it, everything yeah. else. <laughs> and it can be like, if you're coming around, if you're around your period as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. You're heavier, apparently, somebody told me. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what I tell myself anyway. Yeah, no, no, you can put up, up to five pounds. Yeah. In, just in water. Awful. It's terrible being a woman. Yeah, so I, so find it, I find it really easy to, you know, stick to a plan when mm. I have to go and get weighed or like you say, if you've got a personal trainer and they are weighing you, you or it. something. Otherwise, I cheat. Yeah, I just I cheat. Do. Well, you said you've got the option of doing that or a food diary where you tell me and I'll tweak it. But I thought, oh, I know oh, what just I'll lie, be like. won't you? Yeah, I'll lie. <laughs> Or I'll t- pretend, I'll kid myself to the point yeah. where I'll be like, that Twix bar, that's within my calorie amount today. <laughs> and then he'll just email me back going, that should not have been there. So what's the point? I, I may as well just, chi- it will be chicken and fish, won't it? Sweet potato, I chicken know. fish, well, sweet potato. That's all I've got five oh. days to get into shape. So uh, that's all I'll you're be eating. You great though. Didn't you? bikini. So you're going with a friend of yours who is a personal trainer. Yes. She's a personal trainer and her body is unbelievable. And then my girlfriend that I'm going with, she... Her body's unbelievable. She trains probably every day. So I, I, I don't mind training. If I'm, I'm doing bar core at the minute, which is all at a ballet bar, and it's all... Yeah, it's supposed to be amazing. It's really good. So I'm enjoying, yeah, I'm enjoying that. But once I go off something, I just then give up and think, oh, I can't up. be bothered. Or if I don't see results quite yeah. quickly... I just think, oh, blow it, I'm not doing it. I'm just going to eat what I want. And then I'll go back and I'll go on to something else. I'm terrible like that. I don't stick to anything. There's nothing worse, though, than having friends who look great. You see, what you need to do is go on holiday with me. (laughs) Then you'll feel brilliant. You'll be like, look at me. 
A pot mess, mums. I feel terrible. I haven't had a bikini wax <laughs> more than four months. And I used to go on a regular basis right all the time and then when I was pregnant with my little boy I knew I was gonna have a c-section with him so I made sure I went all the time kept it up because you know if you yeah. don't shave you uh, like a sheep and I didn't oh want that God. yeah so but because my skin changed when I was pregnant with him I used to get really bad bruising from it oh. and and it was really sore so I thought shove it I gave yeah. in in the end haven't been it's really bad down there, and I know I've got to face it. <laughs> Our hot mess mums, telling it like it is, Kelly and Cherie. And I've got two older ones now. Taylor's nearly 18, and Ruby is nearly 16. And I've just had a genius idea that, um, you know, they're always asking for money when they're going out with their friends, and they do have little chores around the house. They do the homework. Well, they don't do it, but they help Dolly and Matilda Amazing. with the house. So I pay them to do the homework. And I just think I'm an absolute genius. genius. <laughs> Hot mess mums. Tantrums. Let's talk about tantrums. Adult ones or... <laughs> uh, we know a few people that have quite a lot of oh, them. Oh yeah, definitely. A lot of adults. No, kid tantrums. I mean, I'm quite lucky because my youngest is seven. So she's come out of the tantrum phase. But it was a friend of mine who posted... Um, she'd taken her little one. He's two to the cinema and he had the biggest tantrum oh, ever like popcorn thrown everywhere oh. screaming like and I've been in that situation and it is the worst I mean I think so I've got four kids and my youngest was probably the naughtiest out of all of them lovely dolly lovely dolly and not so lovely dolly at, some, <laughs> at one point and it was she was having such bad tantrums that I actually was questioning myself as a parent thinking, where have I gone wrong? Because this is my fourth child and I've never, ever experienced anything like this in my life. I mean, I still feel like as a mum, I am winging it, you know. Well, if we all are. (laughs) If you're winging it, there's no hope for me. (laughs) No hope. And, you know, there's different... Um, So I do feel like that, you know, daily there are challenges being a mum for all of us. But the tantrum phase for me with Dolly was just the most awful experience I think ever it was you know, embarrassing about, is it what? embarrassing she would um there was one particular time we was on a beach and with Dolly it would be the slightest little thing that would turn her and she would just turn and there was no reasoning with her so there was one time we was on holiday and she was on the beach and she'd done something naughty I think she'd thrown some water over Matilda her bigger sister and I told her off and said don't you do that anyway she just flipped <laughs> And I just thought, well, that's it. I'm taking her out of the situation in this night. We're all there on the beach having a lovely time. And she was being that naughty and screaming. Everyone was looking. And I just thought, oh, God. I hate, I hate that part. Yeah, when, when everyone's look looking. Yeah. So I thought, so, right, no, she's, I'm going to remove her from this nice situation. She's got to learn that she cannot behave like this <laughs> out in public. So I, I picked her up. And I thought, I said to the other kids and Harry, I'm going to take her back to the room. Because this is not happening. Because she'd been throwing tantrums all holiday. So I picked her up. And started walking with her. She was screaming. I don't know how I kept hold of her. And then I realised I've left my flip-flops. My feet were burning as I was walking. (laughs) And I thought, I can't go back. I've got to show that I can do this. You know, I'm Follow through. That's what they all say. All these super nanny, Joe Frost, follow through. Yes, I'm not giving up. And I'm quite good at that. But she just screamed, kicked all the way back, took her into the room. Two hours later, because I thought she's going to exhaust herself now because she has screamed. She was screaming at the top of her voice. Oh, gosh. to the point where I actually started crying because I just thought, what is going on here? Why mm. is this happening? I don't understand. You know, didn't happen with the others. 
why is this child doing this to me? Like she would really test my patience. And I think, you know, by the end, she was in a corner rocking and I was in the other corner rocking. (laughs) Hot mess mums. So it's Uh, it's exciting times for you though. Yeah, big style. You know, a a brand new start. Um, going out, I mean, to LA, I'd love Hollywood. to go over there. Yes, it's yeah. amazing. It's Ooh, some sunshine of the, all the time as well. That's some of the thing, it just works so differently out, out there. That they, You know, over here, I feel like in the industry, there's one, once, you, once you do over like maybe three years in a soap, casting directors, agents start to go, and they give you that patronising head tilt, and they're like, mm, but you, did, you were on Emmerdale for quite a while. You know, because they're like, oh, well, everybody's just going to know you as the character that you've played for the last four years. But over there, they're like, you've done 750 episodes. Wow, you must have so much experience. This is amazing. And you can use it as a marketing tool to sell yourself. And because they're not shy and they love self-promotion, so awards that I've had over here, I couldn't imagine going into a casting director and go. Actually, I was voted a sexiest male sponsored by Iceland in 2014. <laughs> but they love it. Like yeah, you, can, I you can say, like I've won, I've, I won best actor, I won best newcomer, and like you can, you know, kind of use it as a tool. But over here, you've got to be quite humble. I was in LA. Me and my friends had gone traveling around California. We ended in LA, and I spoke to my agent. And he was like, "I'm going to set you up a meeting." Got me a meeting with this lady, and she cast Band of Brothers, which was my favorite show ever. Mm. So I'm in there, and on my CV, and I haven't figured out that. You know, I've got to be Mr. Confident and brash and, you know, tell them I'm the best actor they're going to see. So when she's going through my um, my uh, CV, she goes, oh, oh, your agent's told me a lot about you. And she was like, were you at awards do recently? And I said, yeah, the day before I flew to California, actually, like I, I was at an awards do. And she said, oh, you won quite a lot. And she went, oh, so you won best actor? And I was like, uh, yeah, um, you know, I've had a really great year on the show this year. Um, oh, you won best bad boy, and I was like, "Well, my character is uh, is the villain, if you will." And you won best on screen partnership, and I said, "Yeah, I worked with a girl called Charlie Webb, and I've basically carried her all all year." <laughs> now, I'm joking, Charlie. Have you, have you ever heard this? No, I said, "Me and Charlie have got great on screen chemistry, and you know, and she's amazing to work with." And then I just watched her face, and she made this little noise, and she went, "Hmm," and I knew what the next oh. award said. And it just said, you won sexiest male. And I just went, yeah. In the UK, I'm kind of attractive, I guess. <laughs> but it was just that, like, face and, like, the shock. Huh? You? I think you're more than attractive enough. Yeah. No, God. but not over there. Nonsense. Like, if you, if you go up against your Tom Hardys and your Killian Murphys, I'm not in that. I'm not in way. the Tom, I'm not in the Tom no Hardy camp. Way. I think yes, you're better you than are. him. Over there, they're, they're so, like, honest with you. I'm just like, I know this. they're going ha- to have you this. You do have to be good looking, don't you? Oh, I got You'll told when I, no, I got told when I was out there, they were like, you're not like an eight, but you're not a four either. Oh and I was like, God. I'm a six. That's Brilliant. bullshit. I'm a six out of ten. No. I was like, in the UK, you're a ten. I'm an eight and a half. All right. <laughs> hot mess mums telling it like it is. Kelly and Cherie. My husband has met you before, and he said before you, you came to date, you've got to ask her. Make sure you ask I know her. Make sure you say. ask her <laughs> about how she gave birth in France. Ooh. It's the best story I've ever heard, and this is all I've heard from him. It's so a bit weird that that story precedes me, isn't it? He's a 50 year old man. I say, Helen Skelton, ask her about how she gave birth in France. <laughs> um, so, I had, so, when I was pregnant with my second son, we were living in France. 
and I went into labour. But I think with your first, you're like, you're really nervous, aren't you? And you're yeah. like, oh, how long is it going to take? And you've yeah. got to get to the hospital. And you get there hours before and you're sitting around for hours and you're arguing with the midwife because you want to push and it's not time to push. And it's like, <laughs> just let me get this over and done with. So I think by the time I had my second, I was like, oh, I've got ages at this. Went into labour. Well, I, th- I was like having pains and I thought, I'll just go for a walk. And then went for a walk and couldn't move. And obviously I had my three-year-old with more. He was two at the time. No, he was 19 months at the time. And then um, I thought, oh, this isn't good. So I'll get in the bath and hopefully this will calm things down. So I get in the bath, thinking, you know, I've got like two days of yeah. this. Um, and that was at 12 o'clock and he was born at three o'clock. Oh, wow. But obviously I got out of the bath, crawled to the door because I couldn't get up. And oh again, I think God. you forget. If anyone's in labour, I'm sorry. It's not that bad. <laughs> Oh, pregnant. You forget, don't you, how bad it is? Like, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Like, when I started to realise I was in labour, I thought, this is fine. I'll just drive myself to the hospital. And then I was like, what? I was, what? I can't get off the floor. I'm <laughs> driving. So I've crawled to the door to unlock the door because I'm thinking, right, I'm in full on labour. And I'm in France. My husband was in England because <gasps> he plays rugby and he was playing a match in England. So I'm obviously by myself oh. with my 19-month-old who sees mummy crawling around on the floor and in, you know, barking. He's thinking, great, we're playing dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> so he's all over me. Oh, like, my God. On my back, like, on my head. Um, I phoned my husband. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm in there, but you need to get back. So he phoned our friend who phoned the emergency services and the fire brigade arrived. <laughs> And God bless them. They were gorgeous and lovely, but their opening gambit in French was, oh, wow, we've never delivered a baby before. And I was like, stop talking, guys, stop talking. I'm on a need-to-know basis. You know when you go to the cinema and, like, you open a bag of sweets and they go everywhere? Yeah. They attempted to open a bag of needles, I don't know what for, and they went everywhere. Oh my god! I know. So I'm like, okay, I'm really pleased that you're here. But could you just show oh. my son your fire truck or something? Yeah. I've got a baby to deliver. So yeah. So I um, thankfully my friend Jill arrived, who's the wife of my husband's teammate. She literally arrived and went into full on fireman. Get some towels. Oh, you, water. Here's an ice cream for Ernie. Get off your mum. So because Ernie's oh, Ernie's hitting me with a plastic sword. Oh my gosh. Ernie's gets an ice cream. Fireman get the towels. Jill literally caught Louie and threw <gasps> wow. the baby at home. Oh yeah. my god. In the doorway. Oh my Walmart god. With how many firefighters? Three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great story. That is brilliant. Yeah. And then I had to go to hospital in the back of the fire truck. <laughs> Oh, have you got some good pictures? Oh, God bless him. <laughs> Louis's picture is all over that fire station. Oh. And because they were so excited. Um, one was called Vinny, one was called Romaine. They were so excited because they said, oh, normally we go to like traffic accidents and it's not nice. Like, yeah. this is so exciting. Yeah. This is why we wanted to be firemen. Like, we wanted Aww. to help life. But bless them, they got so excited that I couldn't get rid of them. So like, <laughs> you know, obviously when you get to hospital and you've had a baby and there's yeah. stuff to be dealt with, shall we yeah. say. Just leave now. <laughs> yeah. It got to the point where I was like, guys, I'm going to need you to come up near my head. Like, <laughs> at least can we just, oh. and they were like, oh, okay, okay. Oh. And they'd never had, and, only one of them had kids so like they were just bless them beside themselves excited and obviously because it was on my own and um so yeah they hung around a long time <laughs> oh wow that is amazing oh, makes it. my labor story sound so boring <laughs> no i wouldn't recommend it hot mess mums we've absolutely loved doing 
season one of the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. A massive thank you to you if you subscribe, downloaded and listened to us and if you've left us a lovely review as well. We really, really appreciate it. This is the Listening Dog Media production. So thank you to those guys as well. And a big thank you also to Imaging Blueprint who do all our production as well. We will be back soon with some more Hot Mess Mums. <laughs> <laughs>